Welcome to the Money Love Podcast. I'm your host and money coach, Paige Pritchard. If you're ready to uplevel your results in relationship with money, you're in the right place. Each week, I give you the tools to transform your mindset, manage your emotions, and achieve results with your money you never dreamed were possible. Hi, love. Welcome to episode 75 of the Money Love Podcast. How is your week going so far? I can say that mine is going pretty fantastic. (laughs) I'm recording this episode ahead of time, but the day that this episode airs, I will actually be at the beach for the week. The hubby and I are taking a little baby moon this week in Florida. Rosemary Beach, our favorite place. (laughs) It's pretty much the only place we vacation. A fun fact about Paige is I am a creature of habit. I definitely would not describe myself as a very adventurous person. So I'm the type of person I find somewhere I like and I just stick with it. This is my fourth trip to the 30A area in Florida in a 12-month period. And I was doing the math. I have spent a month over 12 months. So I've spent 32 days in the past 12 months here. So we're going to be here for seven days, eight nights on a little baby moon. And I hit the 24-week mark on Sunday. So we are officially, we're well over halfway to meeting baby girl Pritchard. I haven't announced that yet, what we're having, but we are having a girl. She is due July 3rd, and we had our anatomy scan two or three weeks ago now. And Everything looks really great. She is growing right on track. She was 80th percentile for growth. I have a feeling that she is going to be a big baby. My husband was an 11-pound baby, you guys, and his brother was 11 and a half pounds. And I remember at the start of my pregnancy, everybody was like, don't drink coffee, don't have caffeine. It stunts their growth. And I was always just in my head, I was like, I really don't think that this little baby with the Pritchard genes is going to have any issues <laughs> with growth. And turns out she's growing just fine. She's 80th percentile for growth. The only thing that my doctor said she wants to keep an eye on is I guess with your placenta, your umbilical cord is supposed to go right into the center of your placenta. Mine, my umbilical cord is on the edge of my placenta. It's not in the middle of it. So my doctor said we'll have to keep an eye on that because in very rare cases, it can affect growth. But, you know, halfway there and she's well ahead of schedule. She's about a week ahead of schedule in terms of growth. So I'm due July 3rd. She might come earlier than that. She might not, but I am totally fine. I say the bigger, the better, the more rolls I have, the bigger cheeks, the bigger belly all just more to kiss and snuggle and just, I would love to have just a big chunky baby. So she's doing great. I'm feeling great. The second trimester has been so much better than the first. I've honestly felt really, really good. And yeah, we're halfway there. So just so you know, I'm going to be announcing the pregnancy on social media this week. I actually might've already done it by the time this episode airs. I'm not quite sure. I've been waiting till we got to the beach to have a cute little picture. My husband take a cute little picture on the beach. He's like, I'll take your picture with a little bump on the beach. So might have already announced it, but you podcast people, you guys have already known about it for a while. I told y'all, gosh, at the start of this year. So you guys have known for a while and I wanted to give you guys an update that we're at 24 weeks. I have my baby shower in about a month. 
We are working on getting her nursery all set up in the new house. My little sister, Kristen, who's an interior designer, she designed it for us. It's going to be lovely and very feminine and it'll be pink, but not too pink, not gaudy and tacky pink, but time is flying by and that's the pregnancy update. So I am really excited for this week's episode where we are going to be talking about the one thing that you cannot avoid. I wanted to do an episode on this because it's a theme that has kept coming up over and over and over within overcoming overspending in the modules, in the coaching calls, in the Q&A, in the Facebook group. It's come up so many times. I'm like, all right, we got to do a podcast on this. But before we jump in, come join us. Come join us in overcoming overspending. What are you waiting for, girl? Come on, jump in. I am already getting such amazing feedback in just a week's to two weeks time from the people who have already jumped in. And I want to remind you, you have two more weeks to join as a founding member. That will get you $300 in savings. That $300 will apply to both the one-time payment and the payment plan. There's also a plan where you can pay across a three-month time period if you don't want to pay for it all up front. But Come April 1st, those $300 in savings are going up for good. So I want to make sure that if you want to join and you want to get the savings, join now as a founding member. So I will see you in there. Let's jump in. Let's talk about the one thing that you cannot avoid. What do you think it is? Give me your best guess. I'll give you a second. So the one thing that you're going to have to accept, that you're going to have to deal with at some point and will never ever be able to completely avoid is discomfort. Discomfort. I know this is not the answer that you were hoping for. <laughs> it's not what you wanted to hear because, of course, we don't want to feel discomfort because discomfort is uncomfortable. But discomfort is necessary and it's an essential part of creating the financial results that you want. Whether that's getting your spending habits under control, getting your consumer debt paid off, saving for future expenses, making more money, retiring by a certain age, being able to make a purchase that you want to purchase without going into debt for it, all of those results are going to require some forward thinking, some planning, and then some discomfort along the way while you're trying to get there. Now, of course, this has been coming up most in terms of what I've been teaching with our spending habits and also the discomfort we feel having to save up for things and wait for things and stick to our original plans that we make and not deviate from those plans. Essentially, delaying gratification into the future and also being disciplined with our spending. And so that's what I want to dive into deeper today. So to lay a foundation, here are my general rules for becoming an intentional spender. They are very simple and easy to understand, but following them in real life is more challenging, again, because of our resistance to discomfort. So my rules are plan your spending at least 24 hours ahead of time. So you can do this on a day-to-day basis, but for most of us, including myself, a budget a spending plan, a money map is the same thing. When you do that, you are planning your spending ahead of time because it allows us to make our spending choices from the forward-thinking prefrontal cortex, which is the part of our brain that has our best interest at heart. When we make impulse buys, meaning we make purchases on a whim that we didn't plan ahead of time, 
that is spending coming from your caveman brain that is only concerned with instant gratification and with immediate pleasure. This pleasure is often false pleasure, meaning it's fleeting. It feels really good in the short term, and then you have the crash. This is the spending that does more harm than good for us. This is not the type of spending that we want to be doing. So that's the first rule. Plan your spending ahead of time. The easiest way to do that is with some sort of spending plan, budget, money map, whatever you want to call it. I also say don't spend money that you don't have, right? We need to have a clear idea of where the money is coming from to pay for things and how that plays overall in our spending plan. Now, what I've been hearing a lot is I really struggle with not making impulse purchases. I buy things on a whim a lot. Or I hear I really struggle to wait for things and to save up for things. I'm always just putting things on credit cards and paying for purchases with future money that I haven't even got yet. Right? Have you done that? It's like robbing Peter to pay Paul. It's like, oh, when I get paid again, I'll just move some stuff around and I'll find the money for this. Or I'll hear, I don't want to tell myself no because I don't like depriving myself. I don't like feeling like I can't afford things. So I'll often just buy whatever I want to buy because YOLO, right? I hear, I don't really want to save for the future right now. I'll worry about that later because I'd rather just spend the money on other things right now. Another one that I've been seeing as a consistent theme is you entering a new phase of life or you're picking up a new hobby. So you're like, I'm starting this new hobby or again, entering a new phase of life and I need to buy everything that I need for it. I'm having a baby, so I have to buy all the baby gear. I'm moving into a new house, so I have to furnish the entire house. I'm starting this new hobby, so I have to buy all of the expensive gear and wardrobe and all the stuff that I'm going to need for the hobby. I'm starting a new business, so I have to buy all the stuff that I think I'm going to need for the business, all the fancy tech gear. Now, here's the consistent theme across all of those examples. What we're really saying with things like this is I'm not willing to feel discomfort right now that I know will come with making a disciplined choice. I always say, saying no and making the decision not to do something isn't hard. That's actually the easy part. The hard part is the emotions, the discomfort, the urges that you feel after you say no, after you make the disciplined choice and you have to sit with the urges or the discomfort that that creates. That's the difficult part. But what you're doing is you're telling yourself, I'm not willing to feel the discomfort that I know will come when I have to wait to make this purchase until I can afford it. I'm not willing to feel the discomfort that I know I will feel when I say no. I'm not willing to feel the discomfort of being in the beginning stages of something and not have the house that's fully furnished or not have you know, every single piece of baby gear that I think I need to have or not having all the snazzy business equipment. So never mind all that. Let me just spend the money, make this decision, eliminate the discomfort for myself. There's no need to feel it. There's no need to be uncomfortable. I'm just going to make the decision and spend the money now. And this is where our primitive brains are just flat out liars, y'all. Your brain will lie to you, shamelessly lie to you, and try to get you to believe things that are not true to get you to do what it wants you to do. Your caveman brain wants you to spend the money. Always, every time. Because spending the money is going to give your brain the feel-good squirt of dopamine, which is very pleasurable. 
and that's what feels best. So your brain is going to talk to you and lie to you and say, Paige, don't wait. Avoid the discomfort altogether. If you just get the thing now, you won't have to feel uncomfortable in this moment. And the problem is, is that most of us listen to our primitive brain that is lying to us. And we buy into what it's telling us, thinking that doing what we want, when we want, in whatever quantities we want, is the answer to feeling good. And here's the actual truth. It's not. What your primitive brain is never going to tell you, but I will, is that you can't avoid discomfort ever. Discomfort is always, always going to be a part of the equation. Discomfort is not a matter of if, but a matter of when. Here is how it really works. You don't get to decide if you're going to feel discomfort because you're going to feel discomfort. But what you do get to decide is when you're going to feel it. And your two options are, do you want to feel it now or do you want to feel it in the future? When we are focused on short-term pleasure and constantly giving in to the instant gratification, we are eliminating the discomfort for ourselves in the short term because we are giving into our base desires and we are getting that dopamine hit and it feels really good. Those are false pleasures, that overconsumption, that impulse buying, that overspending. And you know what it does, right? We know this. The false pleasure always creates more net negative consequences for ourselves down the road. And those compounded consequences that we are creating for ourselves in the future create discomfort. (laughs) Newsflash, discomfort. So what we've done by avoiding discomfort in the short term is we've actually created more discomfort for ourselves in the future that future you and future Paige is going to have to deal with. So yes, it is uncomfortable to feel the urge that you feel to drink the bottle of wine or two. But the hangover the next day is even more uncomfortable than the short-term discomfort that you feel, the urge to drink the wine. The urge that you feel to eat the sugar is uncomfortable when you don't give into it. But being 50 pounds overweight as a result of your diet is much more uncomfortable of a situation that you are pawning off to your future self that she will have to solve for. And I say that because I've been there. I've been 50 pounds overweight. I've gained the 50 pounds and then I've had to lose the 50 pounds. Having to prolong a purchase and wait and save up for it instead of slapping it on a credit card. Yes, very uncomfortable, no doubt. But I would also argue that being $10,000 in credit card debt is even more uncomfortable than the waiting and the discipline and delaying gratification that you have to do with your spending to avoid the credit card debt. Wouldn't you agree? So the question is, do I want to feel the discomfort now or do I want to feel it later? But either way, I'm going to have to feel it. One thing that helps me not give in to instant gratification and has really helped with the discipline, especially with my spending, is realizing that one, I'm going to have to feel uncomfortable either way. And two, If I can go ahead and just feel uncomfortable right now in this moment, I get to firstly get it out of the way and secondly experience a smaller level of discomfort than future Paige will have to feel. And remember, y'all, your future self is your BFF. We love her. 
We want to take care of her. We are always thinking about her because she is depending on the present version of us to make decisions in this moment that are in her best interest. So when you're saying, no, I'm just going to go ahead and give in to the choice in this moment and I'm going to avoid the discomfort that I feel right now. Well, here's the thing. You're not really avoiding it. You are just giving it to the future version of yourself that she is going to have to deal with and clean up, but on a larger scale. And we don't think about it this way, do we? We resist being disciplined. We resist sticking with our original spending plan. We resist saying no because, of course, we are more focused on the short-term discomfort we're going to have to feel in this moment rather than focusing on the larger amounts of discomfort that will be waiting for us in the future if we make the undisciplined choice. But that is really how it works. So please hear me. Discomfort is going to happen. It is a necessary ingredient to becoming the highest version of yourself in order to reach new heights, create new results, transform your habits. You are going to have to do things you've never done before or do things that you're not used to doing and your brain is going to hate every second of it. And it doesn't mean something has gone wrong. It doesn't mean stop or abort. It means that you are growing and evolving. My coach always says that discomfort is the currency of your dreams. And it's so true. I ask my students with an overcoming overspending this question. I will ask it to you here and I want you to think about it as well. But how uncomfortable are you willing to get to create the life that you want and to guarantee your results of overcoming overspending? How successful you are in creating the vision of your life that you want will correlate directly to the amount of discomfort that you are willing to feel and process through. And honestly, if you're not willing to feel very uncomfortable, you will constantly be running away from yourself, running away from your feelings, buffering your life away. And that's okay if that is your choice. It really is. Just don't be confused about what is going on. And don't be surprised or frustrated when you're like, I don't understand why I'm not creating the results that I want. The answer is because you're not willing to face the discomfort in the short term. You're choosing to avoid it in the short term. And you are pushing and prolonging that discomfort out to your future self to have to deal with which just creates more discomfort for yourself. And it definitely doesn't help you create the results that you want. So discomfort is not a matter of if, but when. The question really is, when are you going to feel it now or later? And what is the level to which you will have to feel it, either a smaller amount now or in the future? So feel it now, in the short term, on a smaller scale, or postpone it to the future for my future self to deal with on a larger scale. But it's going to be there. Now, here's the great news, okay? (laughs) This episode is not going to be all doom and gloom. There really is a fantastic trade-off with this process as well. The contrast to the discomfort that we feel is the pleasure that we get to experience. And just like how discomfort will always be a part of the equation, so will pleasure. It works the exact same way. And this is important to realize because this process is never, ever, ever about deprivation and restriction 
and living a life that feels terrible all of the time and never any fun. No. Pleasure gets to come along for the ride as well, which is the best news ever. So here's how that is going to work. When we choose the instant gratification from our primitive brain and we make the undisciplined choice with our spending, we avoid the discomfort in the short term and we choose pleasure in that moment. So when we make that choice, we get to feel the pleasure in the moment in the short term. Now, it is shorter lived pleasure a more manufactured and fabricated type of pleasure, but it is pleasure nonetheless. It feels good to us. And then the discomfort will come later down the road as a result of choosing pleasure in the short term, right? The other option is delaying gratification, making the disciplined choice and feeling that discomfort in the short term, but then delaying the pleasure into the future for our future self to get to experience. And that type of pleasure is a more rich, a more pure, a more authentic type of pleasure. And it's a deeper type of pleasure. I've shared this in a past episode, but this is especially true with our spending. I've shared with y'all that when we delay our purchases and we save up for things, we actually get double the amount of pleasure from the purchase than if we make the purchase on a whim. And that is because when we do that and we make that choice, we give ourselves the pleasure of the anticipation of the purchase. We get pleasure from relishing in what we're going to buy before we even buy it. The more we get to anticipate and look forward to things, the more valuable they are to us once we actually get them. So in the second option, we choose discomfort in the short term and more lasting and greater pleasure in the long term. Those are the two choices. Choice number one, do I want to do pleasure now and discomfort later? Or choice number two, do I want to do discomfort now and pleasure later? Choice two is the best option by far all around because choice two benefits us in several ways. The first way it benefits us is while it still involves discomfort as a part of the equation, it's a smaller amount of discomfort. And second, it benefits us more because while it involves pleasure as a part of the equation, it's a deeper and more amplified amount of pleasure. And the third reason choice two is the best option is that when you make choice two, when you do discomfort now, pleasure later, You are always making the decision that benefits future you the most. You are taking care of her. That version of you that you have in your head, you five years from now, 10 years from now, you are making the reality of her more and more true and you are getting closer and closer to her every time you go with discomfort now, pleasure later. Every time you choose pleasure now and discomfort later, you are getting farther and farther away from her. Because pleasure now and discomfort later always creates net negative consequences for us that future you is going to have to clean up. Discomfort now, pleasure later is you saying, future self, I got you. I'm going to handle this now so that you don't have to. So that you don't have to deal with the hangover. So that you don't have to lose the 50 pounds. So that you don't have to pay off the $10,000 of credit card debt. I am willing to be uncomfortable now so that you don't have to later on. Discomfort now or later 
is a perfect example and a great concept of us getting stuck in the all or nothing thinking. If you remember from a couple episodes back when we were talking about balance with your money, I told you about how our brains are not wired for balance. They are wired to think in extremes because extremes provide certainty. So we tend to think that we are either going to entirely avoid discomfort altogether or we're going to feel it all of the time. Those are the two options your brain is offering you. And the truth is, it's not either or. It's and. It's balance. It's discomfort and pleasure. A balance between the two. We also think this way when we say no to things, right? This is why we have such a huge resistance to saying no. We think when we make choices with our spending, it's either a yes or a no, one or the other, all or nothing. And the truth is, it's not. It's a yes and a no. Every time you give a yes, you're also giving a no, right? And every time you give a no, you're also leaving the opportunity for a yes open with something else down the road. With money being a finite resource, you spending money on A means you cannot spend it on B. So when you say yes to A, you're also saying no to B and vice versa. So it's both, you guys. It's balance. It's and. It's yes and no. Discomfort and pleasure. There's no path where you get to avoid the discomfort. (laughs) Stop. I'm going to have a Mean Girls moment. Stop trying to make fetch happen. Stop trying to find the option where there is no discomfort. Y'all, it's not out there. It doesn't exist. But there is also some good news in knowing that you're also going to get the pleasure. You're going to experience each of them. But when and to what degree is the question. That's the part that you get to decide, but you do not get to decide whether or not you're going to have to feel the discomfort because it's coming along for the ride, whether you want it to or not. You can feel it right now in a shorter sense, or you can feel it later on in the future when you're not where you want to be, when you don't have the results that you want. You're not getting away from it. So stop trying. And when you know that you can't escape it, why not just get it out of the way? Why not just feel it now on a smaller scale, get it out of the way so that you can create the results that you want, so that you can live the life that you want, so that you can build the wealth that you want. Embrace the discomfort. It's going to be there. Stop trying to run away from it. You'll never be able to outrun it. It's coming along for the ride. So embrace it in the present moment. I promise you, when you can do that and embrace the discomfort with your money, with your spending, with your consumption in other areas, your life will transform in ways you never thought were possible, all just because you started to embrace discomfort, because it is the one thing that you cannot avoid. So that's what I have for you this week. I really hope you enjoyed it. A couple of reminders before we sign off. Continue leaving reviews of the podcast on iTunes. Remember that every single month, I give away a free annual subscription to YNAB, my budgeting software of choice. And how you enter that giveaway is by leaving a review on iTunes. You have to leave a five-star review and you have to write something because that's the only way I can see the review and enter you into the giveaway. 
But when you enter your review, just make your name your Instagram handle. So if you win, I can easily find you and contact you. Join us in Overcoming Overspending. Two weeks left to become a founding member. Save yourself that $300. All you have to do to join is go to overcomingoverspending.com. Exactly how it sounds. That website has all of the information about what you get, what's included, how much it costs. But if you have additional questions after reading that information page, you can also email me at support at pagepritchard.com. I would love to have you in there. We have our second coaching call tonight with students. You get your money back guarantee. You have lifetime access to the program, and you also have a lifetime money back guarantee. You're either going to implement the process and make your financial investment back at a minimum, or you're going to implement the process and you're not going to make your financial investment back, and then I will give you a full 100% refund. It really is risk-free. There is nothing to lose except a completely different version of you in your life that you're not going to recognize, but that is going to be amazing. So I love you guys so much. Have an amazing week. I will see you next Tuesday. Bye. Hey, girl. If you enjoyed this episode, I want to invite you to join me in Overcoming Overspending. It's my signature program where I take you through my three-phase approach to stop impulse shopping and overspending so that you can finally start making substantial progress with your finances. Through the self-paced online program, student community group, and live weekly coaching with me, you will receive all the encouragement you need to finally achieve lasting change with your money habits that have been sabotaging you for so long. You'll have money back in your pocket. You will leave behind the stress and the worry that you currently experience with money, and your spending will be controlled, purposeful, and actually feel good and be fun. The best part is it's 100% risk-free. You have a lifetime to implement my proven process. And after doing that, if you don't make your investment back, I will give you a full refund. Your results are guaranteed or the program is on me. Just head over to overcomingoverspending.com to get started. I can't wait to have you as a student within the program.